Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by 2020 and everything within it. I'm Biz Paul here in the UK and I'm joined by the Wonder Woman that is Felicia Jones from the USA. Hey everyone, four more months. That's all we've got left. (laughs) We've got lots to talk about tonight, but in each show we are tackling some of the issues around humans and um, basically (laughs) the problems they cause. So expect views, isn't that right Felicia? Yeah, you're going to get some views. Oh, we're going to get views tonight. Um, Or whenever you're listening. Um, Right, okay, we've got lots to talk about, but um, I think we're going to start with what's trending over here. Yeah, what is trending on your feed today, Paul? Well, a lady called Alex Scott has been trending most of today. Mm. Alex Scott is an English footballer. Okay. Soccer player to you. And um, she's been very, very successful as an English football player. She's played for the England women's team. Um, I'm just trying to remember what they what they won. I think they were semi-finalists in the World Cup. Very, very successful. Has appeared on Strictly Come Dancing, which is our equivalent of Dancing with the Stars. In fact, I think okay. we started the show first and you <laughs> called it something else. I think all of those shows come from from you all yeah yeah pretty much that's see we should talk about that at some point in in maybe a lighter (laughs) moment um but but we don't have naked attraction that one hasn't made it yet yet. not yet no i think not yet you know the 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 petition starts here about (laughs) naked attraction um so alex scott um a a piece of information that's relevant is that she is biracial Mm -hmm. and uh that it seems is triggering people a lot today because um she is taking over the helm of a very popular quiz show. See, it's the UK and the quiz shows again. Uh, a quiz show called A Question of Sport. Okay. Yeah. As the, as the host. Now, they are replacing, They she is replacing a lady called Sue Barker, who has hosted it for 24 years. And, oh, wow. Yeah. And she, Sue Barker is a um, an ex-tennis player. She won the French Open in 1917 year and um she's been a sports tv presenter um for ages okay 30 years or something like that so she you know she's a she's a national treasure and um they've they've just replaced the whole lineup uh so obviously people are losing their minds over this Uh, and i can only assume that it's because she's black that's the only reason that I can see that this is happening, um, because uh, she's won all these accolades as a, as a sports person. But uh-huh. actually, she is a qualified, um, she's got a degree in sports journalism. So she's okay. kind of qualified to commentate on sports. She does a lot of TV punditry. Um, she's kind of qualified to do that. But was this other person supposed to leave their job, or...? was this just all of a sudden because something like that happened over here with tyra banks taking over dancing with the stars and the original host just all of a sudden disappeared and next thing you know there's tyra banks and i'm assuming you know who tyra banks is right yeah i know who tyra banks is i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't say that sue bark was kind of bundled into the back of a van and whisked away Hmm. i mean um it was announced that they were refreshing the lineup and that she was not part of that but there is, there has been a little bit of a, a, a another issue here, similar where Sky Sports, which is like the uh, Rupert Murdoch-owned 
um mm-hmm. I, think, I, fact, I don't think they're owned by rupert murdoch or news international anymore but yeah. um they're, they're that kind of um satellite tv and they have most of the sport uh so it's pay-per-view and all that kind of stuff and uh they refreshed their lineup and got rid of a lineup of entirely old white men and replaced <laughs> them with some women some black people you know and people go well why do they get rid of it why do they go and it's it's that kind of thing so there's there's a there's an issue going on here but it's just i mean it's actually almost amusing uh, watching people lose their shit over this it is now do you think these moves are genuine or playing into the trends right now because you know let's just be honest black people are trendy at the moment that's true that's true <laughs> um, it may only last for like well, a year or two but you know yeah. it, it might but <laughs> dare i dare i say that showbiz it is they do go with the trends mm-hmm. or what's hot now and what will get ratings and i think we don't realize that sometimes this is all a money game too right absolutely unfortunately yeah 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 well the bbc over here in sort of uh constant criticism for how much they pay their stars and they have to publish like their salaries and all this kind of oh wow stuff yeah 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 Yeah. because it's all publicly funded you see so it's funded by taxpayer money so when you've got (laughs) someone like gary lineker who's uh he's probably the top sports presenter in the uk he's paid like 1.6 million or something like that per year you know people go hmm well that's our money we paid for that hmm and he what do you and he what do you think would happen oh sorry go ahead (laughs) (laughs) i was just gonna say because i think this is kind of interesting he is very pro uh you know look after refugees um nothing wrong with uh, immigration you know uh, anti-brexit people don't pretty like i guess that's pretty left right pretty pretty left well it depends it depends whether we're talking left u.s left or, or uk left i mean it's it, it i would say it's left i don't think it's radically left okay that's probably radical radical over here radical over left yeah <laughs> it is it's communism it's all the isms <laughs> So, no. yeah. so I don't I don't think I don't think it's tokenism or anything like that or trend. I think they are looking to reflect as most most people are doing, I suppose. Well, not most. That's probably a bit generous. <laughs> um, but, you know, some people are looking to redress stuff and mm-hmm. go, actually, what is the makeup of our audience here? Well, it's not just white men that watch English football. That's true. You know. Well, it's true. So, you know what? these changes were probably going to come anyway right it just seems very i don't know abrupt because of the time that we're in and how it is happening so you know what good job alex scott go for it do your thing she knows what she's doing she's actually really good at her job like if you listen to her talking about the teams the strategies all that kind of stuff she knows what she's doing yeah it's just jealousy isn't it yeah 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 it is because if it was them they would take the job and not think much of it of course they would (laughs) ridiculous ridiculous people how about over there what's going on over there today oh what is trending there's so many things trending here you can start in the morning and it changes up at (laughs) night so today president trump has signed an executive order to teach um, more national a national commission to promote to promote patriotic education. And 
this came about because there was a big program that came out called 1619. I forget which uh, newspaper kind of was behind it, but the 1619 project was talking about the early people that came to the United States. And 1619 is the first year that a slave from Africa or an African slave appeared on, you know, in this country. And so it goes through the history of why that happened, it ties it to capitalism, how the United States made money, how we're making money now, it goes into the prison reforms, how we're doing everything. And for some reason, the people in the White House have taken it upon themselves to say that this is all propaganda speech, is um, gonna tear the country apart, and now he wants more uh, patriotic education, and it's going to be, uh, I think it's the 1776 project, the 1776 commission. So we want to forget all the history that happened before 1776. So that means all you British people will not be a part of it. And we're <laughs> going to go from that point on, like we just popped out of nowhere and here's America. <laughs> Does that mean we're not responsible for it if we don't exist before that date? I, I guess so. I mean, oh, you're, okay. you're not responsible for anything. So, you you know what? You got a reprieve now. So, you're good. Oh, amazing. I, I, well, I'm, I'm all for it then, clearly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, I guess, I don't know what part of 17-6 they're going to they're gonna start with. Maybe it's going to be 4th of July. And right, yeah. I, I assume they're going to rewrite history. We beat somebody, and now we became the United States. Bing, so. we're just there. Yeah, got the native, uh, <laughs> native Americans going, excuse me. Well, and that was the problem with the 1776. It's like, you do realize that some people weren't very free in yeah. 1776. So you, you've left a, a good, what, chunk of your population that's like, uh, wait a minute now. <laughs> it seems very odd this. So, I mean, it would, I don't know. I mean, he's doing this. To what? To to stoke a fire or just to be controversial, deflect attention from coronavirus? Why is he doing this? <laughs> if I knew what was going on in Donald Trump's head, I would be a billionaire. I honestly don't know. I think it's a little bit of everything. And I, and I think we also have to remember there's a lot of influences around him. There okay. are probably some people who don't want to talk about coronavirus virus right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some people who are thinking this type of education is very anti-American and he wants more patriotic or very pro-America type education. And um, also, I personally think that some of the people around him have their own personal agendas. And sometimes that can be a little dangerous in politics, I think. Sure. Goodness. Okay, so... All right, so let's try and break this down then a little bit, if we if we can, accepting that you're not part of the um, decision making process here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, so okay, so there's uh, 1776 is obviously the year of independence, right? It's the year we kicked the the British out. out. I've watched Hamilton. Mm. I know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's all. I, that's all. Fourth of July, do. all of that kind of yeah. stuff. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, okay, here's a question. You may not know the answer to this. I have the internet. That's true. That's true. We can at least look (laughs) clever. Uh, I know. (laughs) So the first person, how do we know about the first person that arrived from Africa as a slave? Is it just through some record or something like that? It's it's through records, yes. It's through the records of, oh gosh, you're going to make me go back and... And, and do some history. But yeah, it's through the journals because everybody used to journal like 12 pages a day 
back in back wow. in that time. But it's uh, going back to the records of the uh, the Virginia colonies. So that's where the slaves came from, um, or where they came in, or I don't know how they got them, but and we know that the people who came from the colonies came from you know England. Right. Or mm -hmm. Britain. I don't know. Is it England or Britain? I don't know the difference. Uh, oh, well, um, <laughs> it's very complicated. England is part of Great Britain, which is the okay. big, which is the big island. And the country is the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Okay, cool. All right. So that's, that's, right. Just a, that's a side note. I have I have a, lots of debates about about this, like what is called a country, what's a nation, all this kind of stuff. It's just too difficult to Ooh. get into. Oh yeah, but another yeah. show. England, yeah, England, Britain, the UK. Just use whatever you like. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> but yeah, so that's where the sixteen nineteen comes. You know, okay. with the documents of mm -hmm. these, um, the Virginia colony. So what's so what's it, I, I can't understand his issue then because obviously, obviously it happened. And so we can't deny that it happened. Is there this 1619 act or no, what was it? The 1619 program. Um, I can't remember what you called it. It, it was actually, I think it's a project that the okay. New York Times um, put together. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was. And I think it came out earlier. No, it came out last year because I actually oh. read through some of it. It was, it was quite interesting. Oh, okay. So this is a this is a fairly recent drive yeah. to to make people aware of of this. Okay. Okay. So this has got traction, then, hasn't it? Because of what's been going on over the last few months, and a greater it, awareness of of this. This has kind of been able okay. to contribute to that, right? Yeah. So I'm actually gonna look smart because I have the internet in front of me. So this was a New York Times uh, magazine project, and the project was time for the 400th anniversary of the arrival of the first enslaved Africans in the Virginia colony in 1619. And what happened, if I'm correct this year, some schools have decided to use this in their curriculum. And I oh. think that's what got his panties in a bunch. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know how it works in America, but here there's something called the national curriculum and there are sort mm -hmm. of things you have to teach. And then schools generally here get a lot of um, leeway in what other things that that they teach are there any requirements on a national level that schools have to teach certain things as far as the education i do know with the educational department and i have to say this is not my zone of expertise but they do have basic requirements for education when it comes to all of the schools in the country but it really does come down to the state and their curriculum so each state could literally be different as to what you learn when it comes to history and your state's history as well. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it really could be varied. You could have a 10-year-old child in Wyoming learn something completely different to a 10-year-old in Nevada. It, well, exactly, because wow. you the more west you go, you have more Native American history, more um, Mexican-American history, especially mm. when you go out west. And, you know, on the East Coast is a very different, you definitely learn about the colonies. Everybody learns about the colonies, but um, each state is just so very different with yeah. um, education. Hmm, okay. So he's just trying to, to, I guess, make it, I don't know, a bit more, is he trying to make it a bit more uniform? I'm being, again, I'm being very generous to him there because I don't think he probably <laughs> thinks about it no. that, that way, but. I think the uniformity is that we do have to teach some parts of history. 
and um, you have to kind of go to your state of how you're actually going to do it. I, I, I'm not really sure what schools were using this curriculum, but it sounds like he just wants it gone. That's what it sounds like. And he did a whole press conference earlier today, and he says that this is critical race theory and calling it child abuse in the truest sense of the words. He thinks that it is very abusive to teach kids this part of history in, in this way and this form of history. But it happened, right? It did happen, unless, I'm, unless my ancestors missed something. It ah. did happen. <laughs> okay. Hmm. That's, like, that's like saying, uh, you know, in a hundred years' time, we don't tell people about the coronavirus because it would be a bit scary. Oh, hang on. <laughs> that's what they're trying to do now. <laughs> um, I, I'm looking at a tweet from Yamish Alcindor. She is one of the... Um, press people uh, at the White House, and she's saying that President Trump claims the 1619 Project distorts and rewrites American history. He says the project wrongly says America's was founded on oppression, not freedom. That's where he's coming from. And what's and your we view? Ha huh? What's your view? <laughs> was it founded on oppression, not freedom? I think the history of the United States is very complex. I think for some people, it was founded on freedom, you know, the freedom of the people who left who left England yeah. to seek um, religious freedom. I do think for some people that was true. And I also think that for some, it was all about capitalism, how to make money. I mean, we were um, <laughs> a colony of England and, you, you know, you know what y'all do. And yeah. <laughs> people wanted people wanted cotton sugar for some reason um, for their tea. And so I know for some, it was an opportunity for capitalism, how to make money. And for some, it really was um, just oppression the moment you got here. So I think it's all of it. I think all of it is true. And I, I, I think it's about time that we got to this point where we actually told some hardcore truths about how this country got started. But I also know that it's very uncomfortable to understand how this country got started because we want to say this country was on freedom everybody was free every man was free but you know the reality is in 1776 we had you know basic genocide of of native americans here and black people were not free um in certain places they kind of were but for the most part not really i mean even i know that and i don't know much about american history <laughs> so it does it does seem like you know it's not it's not that that's trying to rewrite history it's that it's that he's trying to rewrite history here right well it's it's a history that um it's someone's it's someone else it's a one version of history isn't it that he's trying to to put put forward as the national it's a history. negative but it's, yes it's kind of inconvenient almost to his narrative that there's this complex history that requires people to think and to feel pain and <laughs> and maybe yeah. shame well we are you you have to remember what his campaign slogan is uh make america great again and keep america great again or keep america great and part of i would say his vision of what america looks like for him is not the same for other people mm. and um it's a very uncomfortable one so 
I, if you are marketing yourself on make America great again, then yeah, talking about negative things aren't, aren't part of that. And, and I can see how you want to go back to where, well, nobody was complaining years ago. And for a lot of people, it's like, well, you weren't complaining about racism five years ago. So why are you complaining now? But you know, people just weren't paying attention. So um, I think all of this is part of the United States. And maybe one day we will kind of truly understand how we became a pretty great nation, but it wasn't off of, you know, kumbaya, holding hands, going yeah. to church and saying we're all free. Yeah, well, uh, it's, it sort of sounds to me like it can't be bothered. It can't. It can't. It can't be bothered with it. It's. It's like. Well, it's negative. I mean, come on. Why yeah, would. Why yeah. would I want to hear about that? Like, maybe next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he's got a bit more time on his hands. Yeah, maybe next year we'll talk about it. But for right now, that's just too negative. Yeah. And and it does get in the way of how some people view America. And I can see how he may thinks that this is dividing people. But you know, it's the history. You you should learn it. I'm pretty sure a lot of Native Americans have a very uh, different viewpoint of history mm. in this country as well. Do you think it is divide? Do you think it is the history that's dividing people though, or is it the fact that <laughs> I don't know? Black people are being killed. You know, or, or what? It can't be the history that's dividing people, surely, at this point. It's not the first thing that the racists think about is, hang on, pre-1776, there's a lot of negative energy going on in this land. They're not thinking, know are if, they? I don't even know if people can count that far back to 1776. Well, we, we established that people can probably count to six, remember? Yes, yeah, six, maybe eight, but definitely six. Definitely six. I... I honestly think this year, because of coronavirus, and I, I, I think the foundations of our com- country have been shaken, and we have probably been propped up on some very weak foundations that have worked for a very long time until somebody names Corona comes in and, and kicks you in the leg. And with so much going on, you know, we, we have a pandemic, we have people dying, we have people who don't believe people are dying, we, we're very polarized, we have a very, um, I don't have a word for uh, President Trump, he, he's a very polarizing figure, and he has a very polarizing message, and he's given power to a lot of people who want to have America have a very certain history and i think all of it is making people divide when we we, when we don't have distractions like football baseball basketball things are not normal i I think we're just kind of at home looking at well why is this a problem why are people being killed by the police why are the police um, doing what they're doing and i think the 1619 project does bring in how policing was started in the united states and it was started started um, after the Civil War as um, as uh, black patrols to, you know, patrol black people. So we're starting to hear a lot of this history, and it's a history that quite a few people did know about, but not the majority of people. And I think it's just making everybody very uncomfortable um, who never knew about this, and people maybe are fighting, you know, change. Mm. So I don't think it's just the history that's dividing. I think it's everything. And um, earlier this year, we did have that issue where 
they were taking down Confederate statues. And that got into this whole thing of, are we rewriting history? So I think we're, we need more things to do. Netflix needs to <laughs> pump out more TV shows that people can watch. <laughs> I know, but they can't blooming film anything, can they? Because they can't get close to each other. Well, they've, they've been filming, you know. Um, they stop when somebody gets sick and then they right. start back again, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, and it's all in the camera angles. Yes. As well. <laughs> yes. Know. Here, this is this is this is kind of you know, to lighten the mood a little bit. Here, there's a soap opera here called Coronation Street. Okay. And it's it's the longing running soap. It's been running for like 125 years or something like that. <laughs> Gosh, and soap operas. Yeah, yeah. And um, they apparently film with two meter sticks, <laughs> right, so that they don't get close. And have I think it's them or someone else has recruited. Um, the partners, the the life partners of some of the actors to perform mm -hmm. some of the scenes. Interesting. So that they can actually get close to one another or canoodle or smooch. I mean, that's creative. It's creative. It's creative. Um, I want to ask you just to take us back to the subject. Uh, mm -hmm. So who do you think the momentum is with here? Is, is the momentum with the desire to change, to, to address the wrongs that have been going on and to, to be real about what the history actually is or is the, the momentum with the Trump side of things and wanting to just put that back in its box? Um, I guess we'll just, we'll see when election day comes around, is, won't we? Is, is that, is that the, <laughs> the point in time when we find out? I, I think so because it, I, it, it feels as if, the people who are his hardcore supporters want to put this in a box and go back to, you know what, everything was fine. Why'd you have to go start talking about grandma's business? You know, <laughs> everybody was fine until you come in here trying to cause trouble. Um, because now we have put it into its left wing um, indoctrination and this is right wing pol politician. So now we have put history on the right or the left. So we have definitely politicized history, which is which is fascinating to me. It's right up there with politicizing science. Mm. So I honestly do think when when election time comes, we'll see where the momentum is, which is wow. which is unfortunate, I think. Well, it well it is unfortunate, <laughs> but in, I suppose in one sense, it's kind of it's kind of good to know. I mean, having gone through the Brexit thing. Um, <laughs> It's kind of been quite useful, I think, to know that, you know, ha what percentage of the country, uh, you know, hate foreigners. Uh, <laughs> That's very aggressive. <laughs> yeah, well, I am generalizing. And of course, not all people who want to leave a political institution, which is what the European Union is, uh, not all people who want to leave that are, are for, you know, hate foreigners it turns out most of them have holiday homes in the south of france so um <laughs> yeah and several other properties everywhere but um yeah i think that would be a generalization but it was really quite interesting and probably a good thing in hindsight to to at least understand what where people sit on some of that stuff i mean on the other hand it has emboldened people with uh dodgy views 
Yes. Um, and they feel like they now have a voice when they obviously felt that they didn't have a voice before. But part of me kind of thinks, well, it's kind of better to know. At least you know what you've got to fight against. I, I think it's good to know and it's good to see what you are fighting against or what everybody wants to be the norm. But it also, I don't know, you should learn your history. And you'll probably find out that some of this history is going against you as well. And sometimes history does keep, you know, people in check so that other people can buy their houses in the south of France. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't I don't know. It's, it's a very interesting time that we are in. And, you know, especially when it comes to history in the United States, because it's so big, it's so varied and. And it does seem you have emboldened people to create their own versions of history. But I just think people, some people just don't like change. Like, we were fine. Like, why'd you got to go start some problems? They were fine. They were fine. But, they don't, you know, your neighbor, maybe not so much. Yeah, but, you know, this is America. I, I, well, I take care of me. Well, I, hey, there's a topic for conversation. I have been doing some reading on... Um, <laughs> you know, the idea of, uh, well, in fact, I'm reading a book called, I can't remember what it's called now, but it's about, I think it's called From Nowhere to Somewhere or something like that, where mm -hmm. it's about the pe about people who have suddenly become emboldened and how something like in the UK, um, oh, I, can't, I, I don't know why I'm quoting the stats, I don't know the stats, but it says something like 80% of people live within 20 miles of their uh, family home. But I mean, mm -hmm. you know, the scale here, of course, again, with uh, how small a uh, little island that, that, that we are. But we can make maybe talk about that another, another time. That was yeah. really interesting. I think I need to learn more about American history, the right version from from you. And it'll be there is no right version. That's well, the problem. Okay. <laughs> There's multiple versions. Yeah. Everybody has a different version of everything. That Yes, that does that does seem to be the case and i'm sure it's true here actually I'll, I'll try and find some english history um to discuss with you um mm -hmm. i'll find some scandal or something like that probably <laughs> probably from the middle ages or something something scandalous who knows well i i think what we have to realize is that there are different perspectives i read a book a long time ago it was a fiction book by an author named terry mcmillan and the book is called A Day Late and, Dollar, and a Dollar Short. And it's about a family, you know, some, I think it was five kids, a mom and a dad. And one of the things that came from the book for me was, um, you know, just because you grew up in the same house doesn't mean everybody had the same viewpoint of how they were raised. And the whole book was going back and forth between the siblings of how they thought their parents treated them. And it was very interesting that everybody had a different viewpoint, a different story. See how that would happen. And so this is so and I think that's what history is, is you're looking at history through different viewpoints. And there was a comedian here who said eventually the person who wins gets to tell the history. And so everybody else's history just gets, you know, right. put somewhere else. So that's what you're dealing with with yeah. history. So, I mean, you have three kids, I'm pretty sure. You know, later on in life, you should ask them, like, what did you think was going on in this house? And you'll probably get three very different stories. Oh, I could ask them it, like, in the morning and they would say that already. 
Yeah. I know so they would. That's history. Yeah. I mean, I've just taken one of their Switch, you know, their Nintendo Switch away from them for the entire weekend. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. They'll have a very... <laughs> one's going to call you a communist. One's yeah. going to call you a socialist. Yeah, and yeah. one's going to say you free them. But the thing is, you won. So you get to tell the I history. Get, yeah. <laughs> Actually, you had a magnificent childhood. And you should be bloody grateful. <laughs> yes. For everything that you had. Keep your life it's great true. again. That is true. What a great analogy. <laughs> that is so true. Goodness. Oh, well, I should look at history with a different light from now on. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Or get get different viewpoints. Get different viewpoints. Very true. From yeah. the children and other people. Yes. Wonderful. Well, that was a lovely discussion. It's lovely to talk to you again, Felicia. Oh, this was awesome, as always. We'll see you on another show sometime in the future when we feel incensed about something. <laughs> Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> Part of the Like Mind Media Network.